0: Hey family, we are back with another um, just great segment um, in wellness, on wellness all day long. We've been hearing from different voices emerging and pioneering um, in various in various ways from different industries. And this hour is no different. We have another great um, friend of mine who is coming on to share. Um, and I don't want to give too much away without first bringing him on, but that That sound clip, that video that you just saw was just a little bit of what you're going to get out of this segment. And um, as you continue, uh, hopefully, to follow and get in touch now with um, the founder and generator of this space, um, you'll see that there's so much more to come. So without further ado, I'm going to bring in my friend Harold Edwards, founder of Space for Seekers and Sharers. Hey, hey, hey. Harold, <laughs> finally, right? You know, I first of all, I've been asking to interview you for like a year now.
1: <laughs> Has it been I been just?
0: There? I just want to put that out there.
1: <laughs> I appreciate that
0: regard. I really do. So, I first of all, I just want to say that Harold is literally currently. And probably now forever, like just one of my most favorite people because you will find out why, but (laughs) it's just so much, it's so much magic. It's so much brilliance and I'm going to be hyping you up this whole conversation. I just want to say that too, um, because, and it's, it's real. It's so real, but. Before I get too far ahead of myself, um, I want you to just take a moment to introduce yourself um, and just look, talk to us a little bit about um, Space for Seekers and Sharers. But before you do that, just tell us about Harold.
1: Harold. Okay, well.
0: Because I, I know.
1: i refer to him in third person. Um, <laughs> he would, no, okay. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, I was born and raised in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Really? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I um uh, I well I lived in Brigantine, but a lot of, all of my family lived in Atlantic City and I went to school in Atlantic City. And so yeah, South Jersey.
0: When did you wait a minute, okay? When did you <laughs> when did you come when did you get it? When did you become local to me? Because Atlantic City is on local
1: time. Well, me. okay. So fast forward, we met each other in college at, at Drexel University in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We did. Yes, but around the time that I when, when did I graduate? Two thousand three. In two thousand three, when I went to Drexel, that was the time that my father actually moved to Sewell, New Jersey. Okay. So um, yeah. Okay. And so I had family in Atlantic City. Um, I lived in Seoul I went to school in Philadelphia.
0: Got you got yeah. you And I think it's worth mentioning in terms of Drexel that you did undergrad as a mechanical. engineering
1: yes mechanical engineering and mechanics. And
0: <laughs> we just, it's, we got to, we got to make the connection yeah, of how yeah. we got from there.
1: For sure. There. <laughs> For sure. Um, I like systems, you know, I like systems and I like to understand how things work. And that was my way of connecting that curiosity with the world um, at that time. Um, I do not work as, even though as a, by degree, I am an engineer. I do not work in that field, I, I work in education, but there are systems that are tangible, like gears and airplanes and, you know, from a design perspective, but then there are systems and designs that are intangible. And so um, a lot of the work that I do now is more so with the intangible. So, you know, I guess that's, a, that's a, an overarching way of looking at that engineering mindset. And what's interesting um, with that is, when I graduated and I got into education, a lot of the focus was on trying to help students develop this mindset of a scientist, an engineer, having that curiosity to to understand things or to want to understand things. Um, also critical thinking skills, self-reflection, metacognition, all of those things um, which were signature to my experiences, um, you know, trying to become an engineer or becoming an engineer. And so um, that that mindset um, served me very well because I was very much a utility during my time with the school district of Philadelphia um, to serve in that capacity in STEM education, STEM as in science, technology, engineering, and math. Yep. So. My life just sort of flip flopped I I Um, wanted to, I really did want to become an engineer or to be an engineer. and I wanted to retire in education. And so it's interesting how, how that happened.
0: I just want to say selfishly that I think is education is, is blessed to have an engineer like yourself. <laughs> we, I mean, cause I think to, to the point that you're making in terms of like systems and um, like now applying what you've, what initially was in a tangible space right and now applying it in education in a more intangible way is exactly what i feel like we need as a part of this whole restructuring um Three. that we're that is necessary especially in this moment with with the way the black community is all of that's going on i'll just say that Cause I'm, I'm trying to keep today's conversations very focused on the celebratory aspect of everything. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I love, love that. And I love that you're in education because you know, for obvious reasons. So, so make the connection for me now with, with space for seekers and sharers. When did you, when did you start with, um, with that?
1: So unofficially, I started in 2018. And so, to sort of, I guess, start from the beginning, I've always been, you know, we, we talk about, um, you know, on our off time, we talk about a lot of, you know, like who are our pioneers, who are the people that sort of like were pioneering um, in our lives and, and sort of exposing us to um, various aspects of life that would be life changing. And um, one of those people for me was Bobby McFerrin um, those who don't know him, Bobby McFerrin is a living legend, um, vocal genius. His prowess is like through the roof. Um, his improvisational skills, second to none. Uh, he, he's amazing. If you don't know him, please get to know him. Uh, but he has coined a term circle singing Mm -hmm. and circle singing. Um, Circle singing is is basically community singing. And so, you know, we know since antiquity um tribal and community singing, you know, has existed. So, Bobby, Farin, Bobby McFerrin Bobby didn't necessarily invent it, but he coined um a, a practice called so, circle singing. And he does a retreat in uh where is it? Ryan Beck, New York called Circle Songs. And I was able to I've been wanting to for years, but I was able to attend and I want to say 2017 or 2016, I forget exactly when. But um, that was something that just changed my life. It changed my life. And uh, when I got back, it was just like, you have like all these aha moments and you just want to share the wealth and all the information that you get, like, you know, from the retreat and workshops and, you know, just the, the spirituality and transcendentalism that like occurred, like you just want to just like share it. But I realized it was something that, you know, people have to, Experience themselves, mm. and at the time I was co I was basically co director for my church, and we were looking at ways to revitalize our worship arts auxiliary, and it was something that I, I wanted to do. And I was just like, you know, we need to get into this this improvisation piece and and into this creating on the spot and coming up with spontaneous and in, um inventions. We need to to do that because it puts it adds a balance to the rigidity of music theory and the rigidity of um what we know as or what we knew as practice. And so um I immediately like employed it, um of course, with the blessing of um shout out to Corey Hutton, um uh, with the with the blessing of Corey who um co-directed with me. Um and and we just explored it we explored it and for some reasons or another um i decided to <laughs> do it on my own apart from the church and to sort of have my own little circle and i started my circle i asked friends to come out and support you know and of course with the the desire and hope that people would benefit from that spiritual practice and, um, and witness how it transcends just singing, but that it spills over into other aspects of your life um where you, you sort of like need that ability to be spontaneous and not necessarily impulsive, but like be spontaneous and to be able to share things without feeling like you're gonna be judged or whatever, but just sing whatever sounds you hear, say whatever words you hear, et cetera. And so, yeah. 2018 that's when i i started my circle and people came people came out and you know some people you know would dip in dip out and that's fine um but i definitely have a a nice little following where you know like people they, they realize the value of that space And october of last year i made it official i gave it a name space for seekers and shares um because that's something that was valuable to me, and I don't want to like you know, just ramble and go on. But there's even go value on. in okay, there's even value in 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 me naming it space. Among other things, because of the connotations that are often associated with community, of you know membership and you know, um, a, a, a set of core values or a set of of beliefs and you know, like that, while that has its place and I don't, you know, I don't want it to diminish that. It definitely has its place and, you know, it has its place even within my organization. Um, I didn't want people to feel like they had to assume a certain personality or assume a certain role in order to be able to fit into the community. Like, I just wanted us to think of it as space. Just think of it as like when we're together, we create a space, the space between us is the space that, um, we have the opportunity to create something that has never been created before.
0: And so Mm. I'll
1: I'll just leave it there.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm a, I'm a rewind a little bit back to, you know, in terms of you having developed this tribe, this following of people who believe in, um, leaving space for seekers and shares I'm so grateful. so grateful I am very grateful to be one of those people who um, continues to show up and is empowered and impacted by the space um, pun intended and I I, I want to even I want to come back to the conversation about space versus community but before we do that I'm glad that you mentioned Bobby McFerrin because that is you know, even centering this conversation with the theme about honor and mm-hmm. about, um, honoring those who are emerging and pioneering such as you, such as myself, but also honoring those pioneers who, you know, no one is self-made essentially like the, the, the ones who really gave us that space to be seen and heard and to even discover, um, new gifts and talents and, and essentially brands to be birthed out of that. So shout out to Bobby McFerrin. I know he is not watching, but then again, (laughs) he may, who's who's to say he couldn't be watching, you You know? know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And so I think, again, I'm glad you mentioned that. And then the other thing too, like I said, grateful to be a part of space. I want to um, highlight, you know, my own journey in, in coming in contact with space. Um, Please. Because I feel like it's a worthy story. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I don't know. Was it 2000 and maybe 19?
1: No. It was, was it 18. I believe it was. I believe it was in eight, it was 2018. Yeah. It was around the time that it, it, it was unofficial, the- but uh, official.
0: Was it like fall, winter, maybe? I don't know. Point is, is that I, um, like Harold mentioned, we went to Drexel around the same time and had met each other, but weren't really in connection, weren't necessarily like friends, um, except through Facebook. And so I think it was through Facebook, no, it was through Instagram that I saw you post about, uh, at the time, Circle Songs Uh, which is now space for Seekers and Sharers. And I was just like curious, but also very afraid because I was like, I don't really, really know Harold. And so for me to show up to his event. um,
1: Which was at my house in my basement.
0: True. (laughs) The other thing, right? (laughs) Um, It was just like one of them, it's like being a new kid and a new, like on the first, like in a, In in the lunchroom and not being sure where to sit. Like I was just having all these anxieties. Like if I walk into this space, how am I going to, like, what is my connection? And I kind of just got over it. And I I think even on the first time that I came, I was coming from somewhere else. I was running late and I was like, oh, I'm late. Maybe I'll try again. I was just like, Brittany, go, go. And I did. First of all, Harold is the most amazing host and the fact that it's not just about um, this circle of people or gathering, but it's really about the environment that he's created, um, the culture that goes along with space, where it is inviting, where it is a judgment free, where it is literally no pressure involved. Um, And so that alone made the experience not just bearable, but enjoyable. Um, and I think from that moment I kept, <laughs> I kept coming back. Um, but I just I just was so glad that I got over myself and showed up because space has literally been a part of my journey in so many ways, personally and professionally, um, in terms of just overcoming fear and gaining my a confidence with using my voice. And trusting my ideas. There's so many values. There's so many different things I could say about it. But again, the point is just um thank you. Maybe that's the point. In the theme of honor, thank you.
1: No, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, I you you you're laughing, but you know, you know, we laughed offline about this. You know, just my title and like all that kind of stuff. Like, yes, I'm the convener for space. Like, yes, I, you know, I'm the founder of of space. But the reality is, you know, I either create space within myself to create or I'm creating space with someone else, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's it's what you know, that's where seekers and sharers come into play, you know, like it's an exchange, you know what I mean? It's an exchange and it's between more than one person, you know, adding adding value to the space, and you do that. You do that, so thank you.
0: For sure, I, I'm tempted to tangent, but I, I just feel like <laughs> in this moment, I'm going to persist
1: forward. <laughs> Isn't that a classic us though? <laughs> like tangent, a fun <upon> tangent.
0: <laughs> seriously, seriously, I'm a, I'm a chill for right now, but I want to go back to the conversation about. Um, community versus space um and and just maybe get you to talk a little bit more about that i know you you already started to but maybe just to speak a little bit more about what you what you were defining as the difference in the connotation behind both oh
1: uh, yeah um i guess when when you think of an auxiliary or like a a social club or an affinity group or something like that, you automatically think of like a community of practice and you think of like, okay, well, what's the practice? Okay. There are a set of rules. There are a set of guidelines. I have to be this to fit here, to fit in here or whenever I am here, then I have to present this part of myself or bring this part of myself to the table. And you know, like I said, like I don't want to diminish it because it has its place, you mm-hmm. know, as a community of practice. Like, you know, we all can, you know, identify some affinity groups that we're associated with, but I wanted um I I wanted people to feel like they don't have to to come in with their best self. Like I, I wanted people to feel like like where you are right now is where you are. You know what I mean, and you can only give what's available to you, you know, at that moment. And I wanted people to feel like, you know, when they're in this space, you know, anything can happen. You Mm -hmm. know, it's not, you know, you're not, you don't necessarily have to conjure up anything or be something that you're not, or you know, be something that maybe you are, but you're not at that moment. Like you don't have to do all of that. Like you're coming to the space, you don't have to you know, there are no bylaws or qualifications to like, be a part of it. Like, you don't even, like a lot of the things that we do has to do with sound and rhythm and stuff like that. But like, you don't have to be a singer to enter the space or to approach the space. Like, you don't have to to be a singer. Like, you just have to have the willingness to be. <laughs> I know mm-hmm. that sounds so like vague, but. It's, it's the truth. Like you just have to be willing to be who you are in that moment. Yeah, unapologetically.
0: I know we started off with the video, and I'm glad we did because I think as we're talking about this, like we know what what we're referring to when we talk about coming into the space. Um, and so people who are watching, if you missed it, um hopefully you'll be able to catch the replay and we'll also show something else a little bit later, but, um, what maybe we should explain a little bit more about that. Like what, when you come into this space, what is the, um, and you don't, you can or can't get into like the whole spiritual practice of it, whatever you, whatever you feel like makes sense to express it. But Mm. what essentially are people walking into when they come to space?
1: What are they walking into? Um, the idea is to design an experience that, um, it's ever changing. It's, it's, it's based off of the vibe and the energy that, that, you know, is, it's the group. And so mm-hmm. one of the things that, you know, and, and this is, you know, from Bobby McFerrin and I'm um, being in, in that being at that retreat you know year after year like one of the things that that we do is we remove our shoes um mm-hmm. for us to sort of be grounded for us to to sort of um i guess model like that stripping away of what's separating us from everybody else or the, the earth or you know however you want to like look at it mm-hmm. uh and and i guess you'll you'll probably see it um in the other video clip but we as because it's called circle singing, as you probably would assume we stand in a circle, we stand in a circle. And within the circle, you have someone who is conducting. And so the person that's in the center conducting is the person who has decided they were going to be brave enough to come up with something on the spot as a, a sound, a rhythm, a movement, you know, some words, whatever the, whatever they're led to do to to come up with something on the spot. And so what they do is they assign parts as the parts are given. You have some people who are comfortable with creating in real time where they're not necessarily thinking in their heads or thinking out loud. So they'll sing stuff. And I actually recommend that people do that because I, I don't want to go off on a, 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 a real tangent, but, you know, when you do that on the spot and in that moment and you do it out loud, it helps you to you yourself to defer judgment mm. and, and also in getting whatever, I, like it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, like, you know, we have this thing like that was flat or that was sharp or, you know, that wasn't in the, the right, like all of that is at the door and it mm. has its place. I, I'm, I'm going to reiterate. It has its place because music theory is, that's that's my jam i I love music theory it has its place Mm -hmm. but within this space like you know you don't have to worry you don't have to worry about that you don't have to worry about that and so when you're doing it out loud and you run out of breath because you didn't do the proper breath management like who cares you know what i mean like you do something that may not be within that scale who cares you know like there's eastern music and western music there are microtones you know, like all all kinds of things that, you know, like we can, can say to justify it from a theory standpoint, but aside from all of that, you just bring whatever, whatever comes up as you're thinking, say what you're thinking, sing what you're thinking. And, you know, like I, I really encourage people to to do it out loud, but you do have some people who prefer to do it in their head and that's fine. There are no rules, just tools, mm-hmm. but um Yeah, that person and and as they're coming up with stuff, when they would say, "Okay, I want to stick with this idea, then they assign it to someone. And so they look at someone or a group of people within the circle and they say, hey, like, you know, they'll signal, I want you to sing this part. And then they sort of layer now. So now once one person has has their part or those people have their part, then you move on and you sort of like create different layers on top of it and you're composing in the moment. And so mm. that's really what you walk into. You're walking into um, real time composition. And, and I, I think. think <laughs>
0: no, that's 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 perfectly explained. I think um, the whole concept of like you're talking about having to just leave at the door, the perfect notes and like that those anxieties like I know for me I think it took me a couple months <laughs> it might have took me like a full year <laughs> I don't know but it took me a while to like get out of my head
2: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, because it that is almost like you're unlearned like in that space you're unlearning a lot mm-hmm. of what you've learned especially growing up in church where you know Mm-hmm. The goal is to be on point. The goal mm-hmm. is to bark down, sing down, you know, whatever the goal was. Um, you know, people are side-eyeing you when you ain't got to no right.
1: That's all right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all right, baby. <laughs> Keep on keeping on.
0: <laughs> they say that's all right, but, you know, you're going to hear about it later on. So it's just like this... I think even the clip we played in the beginning, like I remember when we talk a little bit about that, um, Where what about that clip, just what that was all about. And then I'll sure. say what I want to say.
1: Um, it, the date was on it and I forgot what the date was, but it was...
0: I think May 25th.
1: Actually. Yeah, but I, I, was it last year? Was it 2018? I think, no, 19. it was Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, last year. Um, you know what, it was the, that weekend was the weekend that we were celebrating, um, the anniversary of space actually. Mm. Yeah. That's when, that's when I decided to, um, start my own circle and and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, nonetheless, um, that was an amazing opportunity. First of all, like Judson Memorial church, like huge, 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 huge fan and proponent of, um. What they do and who they are, like they are legendary in my my eyesight, um, historic in my eyesight in terms of how they have championed um, activism and um, just what they stand for. Their their level of openness to experience is like second to none, as it relates to you know, compared to like a, a traditional, you know, church experience or one of my you know my traditional church experiences, I should say. Um, And so it was such an honor um, to have that space, pun intended, to um, to share. And typically they have a Judson Arts Wednesday where they allow artists to um, to, like, you know, perform or to, you know, do their things, showcase their art or they even have dancers and everything, um, dance and what have you. And they also feed, you know, the homeless or, you know, whoever comes, they're um, able to get food. I should just say the hungry, not the homeless, but they they do amazing, amazing work there. And, you know, I I partnered with them for that event and it was, it was just an awesome opportunity for, you know, a a budding organization to have that space, that platform and um, the partnership. Like I I'm just like super grateful for it, but what Mm -hmm. you saw in the beginning and what you'll see in the end was, the beginning and the end of a circle that that I did to sort of open up the session. And um, yeah.
0: So. Uh, okay. Was that good? That was great. Right. So okay. the reason that I wanted you to give that context is because I want to highlight some growth. Um, <laughs> and just And just like how it took, it has taken some time for me to fully embrace and not just embrace, but to understand The concept of it's okay if it's not perfect. Can you see my quote? You know what I mean? Perfect. Like Mm -hmm. it's okay if it's not translated, even like in the exact way the conductor Mm -hmm. gives it and Mm -hmm. someone takes it in and interprets it a little bit differently. Um. I think for me as a songwriter, like that was that was hard to conceive because it's like, you know, if I give an artist my music to carry, I want it to be, not that they got to sing it the way that I sung it, but I want it to be, there's, there's something I have in mind. And so if it's translated in a way that is completely off, it would just, it would tick me.
1: If, if I can jump in right there, um, as you said that, as you said that and since you already put yourself out there, I'm going to just do it. Okay. You <laughs> Back off of that. As you said that, I remember literally, once that circle was done,
2: mm-hmm. I remember,
1: um, I don't, I don't remember exactly the, like what you said, but I remember um, the context and you were asking me to explain, um, explain like what they need to do or how they need to sort of like participate in in what's happening and how they need to listen for, you know, for certain things. And, I, and you put me on the spot and I was just like, um, like, what, like you know, what do you want me to say? Because <laughs> in my mind, I was okay with, I was okay with things sort of like taking on his own life and, you know, morphing, whatever. But for you, that I was actually other element of that rigidity, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. absolutely. But like, I totally forgot that until you just said that. But yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But so there's nothing
1: wrong with that. That that was your journey, your process of letting that go. So I'm not like, you know, condemning you or anything like that. But I was just saying that came to mind.
0: Yeah. No, that's the exact point that I was going to make in just terms of like, not even just that day, because it was. Two days consecutively that that you were partnered partnering with them to to you know to share with space, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and so when we went back the second day, and it was now like a much larger audience of people participating, it was just like I don't know if it's like this mama mama bear in me that rises up and just wants to make sure that like people are okay and like as well, what, artists. What Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, just as artists, like, you know, I don't know. I just recall myself in that moment, specifically the second day, um, as the parts were being given out, I just felt like it was almost like the leader in me, and I'm calling it that, and maybe, you know, through some self-evaluation, I'll realize it's something different. But the leader in me felt like it was my job to... Make sure that the part that I was assigned and the people who were behind me were also assigned was being conveyed in the way that the person in the center intended it. And so I found myself like trying to like sing louder, and like just different things, not even present in the moment, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I just felt that responsibility. Mm -hmm. Probably a false sense of responsibility. No,
1: no, 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 no. You, You bring up a good point. You bring up a good point because, you know, like to, to piggyback off what you're saying, like you do, you know, like what we talk about seeking and sharing and that exchange when someone, as you honor the conductor that's in the center and you honor their ideas and their thoughts, you you want to make sure that you're taking the time to listen to what they're doing and um, before you just like blur out something or thinking that you have it. Like, you know, you you really be intentional about making sure that it's what they want and that they give you the thumbs up or the nod or that they just walk off, meaning that that you you have it from here. Like you, you want that, you know what I mean? And so I think that that's admirable and I think that that's important and it has its place. Um, at the same time, things sort of like take on like when 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 you're in in the zone and you really lose yourself in what's being created, like you you really you really like make it your own in some kind of ways, and and that's you being by yourself. When you're with other people, there's like this unspoken like groupthink that tends to happen. Um, like I, I really 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 wish that um, that you know. Well, actually, no, you, you did have an experience with a large group because I remember we went to Bobby's church um, when he um, hosted a um, circle mm-hmm. singing in Philly. So you did have that. So I take that back. But you saw in that situation groupthink. Like it's this unspoken groupthink that happens where as a group, you sort of like shift, not just um, the dynamics or um, the melodic parts, but sometimes the speed like Mm -hmm. shifts and like all, like all of those different things like take place. And going back to Judson, another thing that sort of adds to the element of just whatever's going to happen is going to happen is acoustics. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the space that we were in with like the high ceilings and everything, like you had one, one people on I mean one set of people on one side of the room singing at one tempo. And then the other people singing at another tempo. And it's just like, if if done, if done strategically, like that could be like mind blowing. Mm. Like in, in terms of like beauty. Like it could be mind blowing to sort of like have this like swirl of like sounds at different rhythms and and, and all that kind of stuff. Um melodically. Like that that could be like beautiful. Mm. Um but if if not careful, like it could lend itself to like you feeling unsure about where you are in in the whole like peace that's being created or are you feeling like, okay, we're not doing what the conductor originally intended. Like, you know, is that, that exchange, but the goal overall is to just, you know, to like lose yourself. Yeah. And so, you know, you mentioned it as a spiritual practice earlier. Um, It, it really is, a, it can be a spiritual practice. It could be whatever you want it to be.
0: Yeah. You know, still growing in this.
1: <laughs> we all are. We all are.
0: No, but but you're right. You're right. Um, there's so much more I can say about that, but for now I'm gonna let it go. Um, so I know we're talking about it. It would be great for us to experience it. Um, <laughs> and so I know uh you have so graciously consented to just doing a little bit of this in terms of improv and, you know, creating almost your own little circle over there.
1: Yeah, we we this, this is the social distancing uh, era at the moment,
0: so <laughs> it's so, just me. <laughs> yeah, yes, but but definitely, um, everyone, please just. I know, I know we don't think about this in terms of performance, right? Like that's a little bit counterintuitive to what space is really about, but we're talking about Harold Edwards here. So we just, we know, we just know, (laughs) you know, we, we know there's some element of just like, oh, you know, that's gonna happen, so. I'm going to be quiet and just say that uh, without further ado, if I can, Harold.
1: Uh, let's see what happens.
0: Harold's going to give us a, a a sample circle.
1: Okay. So I prefaced early and I'm going to preface again. Uh, I'm still trying to learn my little loop situation here. So we're going to wing it and see what happens.
0: All good. All good.
2: Ooh, <tries> <tries>
3: do 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 do, do.
2: E aí Get ba 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 Get ba 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 Get ba 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 ba
1: get carried away
0: (laughs) first of all I'm just I don't I don't usually have much to say after you get done doing circles. <laughs>
1: it it has that 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 way of
0: It ain't it. It's not it. It's it's it's, ye, it's, it's Harold. Okay? And this <laughs> okay, it's not it. <sighs> Thank you. No, thank you.
1: Thank you. Like that. Every time I have an opportunity to, to Mm -hmm. circle and, and it's it's sort of bittersweet. The bitter part is I'm always nervous, always nervous in that. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, you know, but the sweet part is to be able to escape and to like lean into that fear and lean into that, that nervousness. It, I feel like each time it like changes me, you know, chips away at those like hard places. So, you know, I always enter and leave the leave space and circle singing with this like huge sense of gratitude.
0: Right. I I, I came off camera because I just felt like no one deserved to know what was happening over here while you were singing, but, <laughs> um, and that's the thing. Like I hear, I hear, I hear you in the sense of gratitude, but I was just lost in another another kind of way. That that again, I I, I don't want to take away from the seriousness of not even just seriousness, but the intentionality. But there is something just amazing about your voice that I I don't, I don't, sometimes I get, mm-hmm. I I miss the spiritual part and I'm just over here, like wanting to throw my shoe through the screen. <laughs> um. So just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. Um, I think that I don't even feel like there's much more for me to say. I feel like that that was just a perfect way to kind of I don't even want to say put a period, a comma, because I feel like we have to do do this again. It's so there's a lot. It's so much it's so much in space and the concept of space. Um, there's so many takeaways and moments of enlightenment, um, that I have personally encountered and experienced that I would love to talk about all of them. And that's just not going to happen today. But, um, all I can say is to anyone who is in the South Jersey area or someone who's just willing to, you know, take the drive to be a part of something, of course, afterward, we, we get through this Corona situation, but, um, Space is something that you need to experience. And I'm glad you got to get a little bit of it today, but it is something that you need to actually be in the room and experience. Um, maybe not for everybody, but I do believe that there's value there for the creative who's just looking to, to, to um, I'd say for me, just going back to my own personal Testimony and it is find your voice, um, find that sense of freedom, um, find uh, you know just a tribe of people where you don't have to show up perfect. And I have, I'm so grateful, genuinely so. Um, So I'm gonna stop talking and just ask Harold to just tell us like you know if anyone is we'll put the information back up on the screen, but for anyone who is interested in learning more about Space for Seekers and Sharers um, and just, I know even outside of, we didn't even get into the fact that even outside of these circles that there's also other things that that um, are happening. We're currently finishing up a book club right now. So just, yes, tell us how we can learn more, know more, and essentially become involved in what space has going on.
1: Sure. Um, it's really as, as simple as finding me on um, social media, reaching out. Uh, my handle is at three X louder, three times louder, or for a space for seekers and shares, it's at space for the number 4 SS. i And um, just direct message me and I definitely am happy to share more about um, what the organization is, what we represent, to share more about ways in which you can connect. As you, as um, Brittany mentioned, <clears throat> excuse me, as Brittany mentioned, um, there's definitely opportunities that that we're sort of creating to connect virtually. We are finishing up um, our book club, which I've like coined turning pages, and um, we're reading Metahuman and. Like this Monday, we had an awesome experience. A friend of mine actually came in and um, did some contemplative practices with us that sort of relate, not sort of, it does relate. It relates directly to what we're reading in MetaHuman by Deepak Chopra. Um, we went through some like breathing and some body work exercises and stuff like that. And it's, you know, is definitely this whole quarantine Situation. I, I know that it has everybody sort of thinking of creative and innovative ways to engage um, their audience, but that's definitely something that's um, at the forefront for us at Space, trying to you know stay engaged and you know keep each other covered and make sure that we're all right and connecting. So we love for new people to join to be a part. Reach out to me. <laughs>
0: Reach out, reach out. Of course, we'll share um, as we're you know continuing to promote the different events. We'll we'll share out the information on our social media pages as well. Um, and I do want to just also before we wrap this up, want to add that if you appreciate happily better after, let's just start with this Juneteenth programming that we are we are out here giving y'all. I am telling you that it would not have happened without Harold Edwards it would not i it would not it would not have happened um and so i just want to plug that Harold um as the leading consultant of space has you know partnered with um Happily Better After and has been walking us through essentially a restructuring, a rebranding. Mm -hmm. Um, He talked about systems, like really just putting all of our stuff on the table and helping us make sense of it. And I cannot tell you how grateful I am and just how, again, as I said, we would not have even have thought I would not have even have thought to try to pull this off had I not spent the last several months really going through those processes. And so I don't know if Harold's taking clients, but I'm just letting you all know, um, you are literally experiencing someone who is brilliant in more ways than we can talk about in this hour. And um, if you are enjoying the refreshed content of Happily Better After, and as we keep progressing, it is honestly in part because of um, just the support and partnership that we've received from Space and specifically Harold. So, with that in hey, mind, I
1: appreciate that. <laughs> I I just I, there's no it way has I'm been I, rewarding. It has <laughs> been very rewarding.
0: Yes. So this has brought us um, almost to to the full hour. Again, Harold, thank you so much for, this is just the beginning of the conversation. Um, All I can tell y'all, definitely stay connected, get connected if you're not already. And um, again, Harold, just thank you. Thank you. And so to close, to close this segment out, um, we're going to just highlight one more video from, the Judson Memorial Church um, partnership that Spacehead did that uh, back in 2019 in May, um, and so enjoy this last video.
1: Thank you.